Yo, Mike, you there? Anthony, what's up, brother? Hey, how are you doing, man? I'm great, man. How are you? Ah, dude, I really, man, I can't complain, dude. You know, life is beautiful. Everything, man, I'm happy to have you on this podcast, man. I really, um, I think a lot of people are going to learn a lot today, man. Hey, I appreciate you having me, man. Let's, uh, let's knock it out the park. Let's help some people. Hey, for sure, bro. Hey, so, um, you know, I guess just, you know, getting into a little bit, you know, and I say we're going to talk about, and guys, um, if you don't know from the previous mention, um, right now I'm speaking with Mike Trotter. Um, he's a trainer. He travels. Um, he's also a first form athlete and he helps a lot of people. And, you know, we're here to help you guys today. And he's going to give you a lot of knowledge, like firsthand on training and just, you know, a bunch of things like that. But, um, you know, I guess first off, you know, let's kind of talk about, you know, you just being, you know, from Chicago and, you know, what it like, just what it meant, like being around, like all that stuff. And I think people can really um, connect with you on that level as far as, you know, people that are in the hood and they don't think they can make it or, you know, just that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was born and raised uh, on the South side of Chicago. Um, and interestingly enough, like I never really thought that I couldn't make it, you know, it's, um, I was just having this conversation with somebody last night and, uh, I think a lot of people from there glorify the fact that they're from the hood because they kind of want you to feel some sort of emotion. They, they want you to feel sorry for them, right? When the truth is, when I lived there, I didn't really realize how bad it was. You know what I mean? Because it was normal, right? It was all we really knew. So I didn't realize how crazy it was until I got the opportunity to experience other shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah, like, yeah, yeah, man. man. Whereas, like, I mean, of course you knew it wasn't safe, but you kind of developed this mindset where, okay, this is, this is how everybody lives, you know? And um, it wasn't until I got to experience things on the outside of that where I, where I realized, like, okay, uh, people do have green grass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah. So they don't shoot everywhere. All right, cool. Well, let's start gravitating towards places where they don't do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, same thing, you know, I grew, you know, I grew up on, you know, MLK. And so, yeah. you know, Vindy, you know, like anywhere there's an MLK, man, you know, it's yes, sir. probably not the best neighborhood. But yeah, and it, it was the same, man. It was just the same thing, to be honest, that kind of happened with me. And man, it really... It really hits me, you know, like when you explain it like that, because, you know, that's kind of the same. That's, that's the same thing that, you know, I was thinking. Yeah. Now, um, it's like it's like, it's like once you get a taste of, you know, it not being that way, then the desire for it to be, you know, the desire to have more of it kind of grows. You know, you always kind of wonder, like, what it's like, you know, outside of here, um, you always kind of. Me personally, I always had the mindset of, okay, well, what else is out there? But when you get to experience a little of it, you know, even if it's something as simple as you get to visit a friend who doesn't live where you live, you know, you get to visit a friend in a big house, you know, because that's what it was for me. Um, I got to visit one of my teammates uh, over at Christmas break. You know, his parents lived together. They, uh, 
you know, they lived in a big house and, you know, they had all these things. And I was just like, wow, you know, like it's it's possible once you get to feel it, once you get to see it, once you get to touch it, um, you realize how possible it is for you. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. I definitely hear what you're saying there. And um, yeah, man, and that was kind of, uh, you know, once we when, when we had moved off of MLK, you know, and I started to see that, you know, people were like had like real jobs, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just to kind of get around people that are, you know, like nurses and doctors and lawyers. Yep. It was just, you know, it was different. It was different to see. And it kind of gave like me the mentality like, oh, you know, like you can do something besides like, you know, playing sports or exactly, um, exactly. you know, like rapping or something. So, yep, yep. because that that's, that's all, all we knew. And, um, you know, would, would you agree that living in that type of environment, though, kind of kind of taught you a certain work ethic, though, because for me personally, my mother was a teacher, right? My mother was yeah. a preschool teacher. She was actually my preschool teacher, which is crazy. Um, and she did that for 30 years. And I knew that even though we weren't, you know, the richest, I didn't feel like we were the poorest either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though we yeah. didn't have much, my, my mother created this, this atmosphere of, you know, if you worked for it, you could have it. And she made the best of, like, looking back, it was small things, you know, like I would make the honor roll when I was a shorty. And as a reward, she would say, all right, since you did so good, you earned this peanut butter on the spoon. Right. So that was my treat. And now looking back, it's like, OK, it was just peanut butter on the spoon. But it was how she, you know, uh, created this perception for me to look at. it. You know, it's like, OK, you worked your ass off. So you get this treat. And, you know, back then it was you know, peanut butter on a spoon, we couldn't have it unless we worked for it. Um, you know, now it's something I eat whenever I want, but yeah. she, 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 she instilled in me this work ethic that, you know, even though we in this environment, you can have more, you just gotta go out and get more. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 for sure, man. And it's, you know, um, I feel like it, it's like that with a lot of people who grew up, um, and, you know, even though you feel like you really didn't, um, you know, struggle, because that's, that's how I really felt, you know what I'm saying, um, like, my, like, I felt, like, to be honest, when I was, uh, when I was growing up, you know, I just assumed, you know, like, that, that was an everybody's thing, and, you know, my parents were, like, you know, like, they always worked, and they came home, you know, and we, you know, for, for the, for the most part, we had, um, food on the table, you know, there was some, there was some nights that were worse than others, you know what I'm saying, but, like for the most part, like we had, you know, um, a lot. We had a lot of that stuff. Exactly. But I think I think what happened, what happened with me was when, um, like the older I got, I kind of started to see, like, you know, they wanted me to drive towards, like, you know, they didn't want me to have to, you know, work a regular nine to five and do the same old crap. Right. But you know, they also never really, they also never really taught me, um. Or, you know, or sat down and had the conversation with me, like what, you know, what it means to be successful, like what you want success to look like. Exactly. And, you know, and I believe that's what that's what I'm starting to um, learn now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, going back to 
just you know like that that whole being in the hood thing and you just like you just assume like oh this is life you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and that gets kind of mean that gets really scary for you know people that are actually in it and they just feel like you know when they when they hear the gunshots and they see people you know on the corners making money and they feel like that's life especially young kids and teenagers mm-hmm. you know um it's you know it's it's really like it's really hard to see and that's why i think that's why i try and do more in the community exactly. because i just you know i don't want to see that stuff and you know with like every like with everything you're doing you know you're kind of putting it out there in like a different way and i really like that yeah yeah i think man i think now with social media it's provided us the opportunity to let people see what we're doing right because like you pointed out earlier all we know is you know um to make it out of here you you got to be able to you know bounce the basketball really well enough to get picked up enough to get a scholarship enough to make it to the nba and that's all we were able to see back then but now with social media it's like okay we're able to broadcast that that's not the only way to make it out you know so a part of my passion is you know showing these kids like you know if you if you can use basketball if you can use a sport use it but why not try to own the team you know or, or why not you know pursue something that you're passionate about even if it's not sports you know if you if you if you become really good at that thing you can ride that wave and it can get you out of there you know and um like I was talking about earlier where Sometimes it takes seeing something, you know, on the outside to realize that there's more. Well, a lot of times it's about seeing somebody who looks like you doing it to be able to believe that you could do it too. You know what it, I mean? Exactly. And especially, um, you know, somebody that can connect with you and um, almost just like being, just being, uh, you know, just being like, just being able to connect with somebody even if it's not on like uh you know a color or gender thing you know yeah, even absolutely. if it's yeah even if it's just being able to say yo this guy grew up where i grew up or you know this yep. guy didn't have a parent this guy didn't have a dad or a mom and you exactly. know they still made it and so yep. man i really do i really appreciate that and man i just love like i love talking to people you know and just kind of you know, getting their game, like getting their uh, like mindset on things. Absolutely, man. Like you, you just said it perfectly. It's it ain't it ain't about color at all. You know, it's it's about finding some type of quality that you resonate with. You know, whether whether we speak the same language, whether we you know like the same type of things, but it's something about that person that reminds me of me, and it becomes this thing where it's like, well, if he could do it, I could do it. You know what I mean? And it's not even a negative malicious thing. It's a it's a it's an inspiring thing, you know, and that's one of the things that I um I really take pride in, you know, with my social media. It's like, man, I want you to whether you I, I want you to either resonate so much where it's like, man, he's so much like me that if he could do it, I could do it. Or I want you to be like, OK, I'm probably a little bit smarter than him. So if he could do it, I could do it. So whatever it is, whatever, whatever side of the fence you land on. And you see me doing it, I just want to be that example that gets you to say, all right, I want to try that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, because that's exactly what it was for me. Seeing people that, you know, 
you put on this pedestal and you get a chance to really meet him in real life. And it's like, oh, man, he's just a human like me. And if he's doing it, why can't I? Yeah, man, exactly. And that's you. I mean, you you hit it right on the head, bro. And a lot of, you know, a lot of times, because, you know, when we think of when we think about it, I believe that a lot of people like where they mess up is they they can't act like they've never seen they've never seen what you know success looks like nobody actually talked to them about their version of success yep. you know do you want to make money um you know here are the sacrifices do you want to do something you love and be happy and you know here are also the sacrifices and the consequences for that yeah and um i believe in just in the not even just in the black community but um, especially in the black community, I don't think I don't think they talk about it um, enough. I think it's just, you know, and I like and I get it as far as, you know, wanting to go somewhere and play basketball and play football. So you can mm. buy like so you can buy your mom a house or buy your parents a house or something like that. Right. You know, um, that I do resonate with. But mm-hmm. you know what I've learned talking to a bunch of different athletes is that, you know, when they get to that, when they get to the height of the profession, they don't really want to do it. They were really driven by the, they were really driven by the fact that they can just, you know, they can go out and buy their parents a house and then, you know, just like kind of coast, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, well, then what? Yeah. And the, the, the reason, and I do, you, you are, you are hitting the nail on the head right now because I, I, I've thought about that a lot. And it was like, you know, why doesn't that conversation happen in our community? You know what I mean? It's not like our parents don't want us to succeed because when, they, when they're teaching us, you know, the, the parents that do take the time to teach you, okay, you go to school, you get your degree, you go work for somebody and you, and you make $40,000 a year and you're in debt for the rest of your life. Like they don't want us to suffer, right? They're teaching yeah. us, you know, what they know. And the reality of it is, is they don't know what they don't know. So that's why they're not having the conversations where it's like, well, this is what success is because they're painting the picture that they was taught. So it takes situations where either, you know, for me, it was, I was able to, like I said, see other things, even probably bigger than my parents even saw. Like I know for a fact, I've seen more in my lifetime right now than both of my parents have put together as far as experiences go right yeah so the so the things that and I don't have kids right now but when I do have kids the things that I'll be able to teach them about success are far greater than the things my parents were able to teach me and that was just based off of experience you know what I mean I don't think it's a my parents didn't want me to win because they they obviously did but the reality is is that you don't know what you don't know you know, so, so they couldn't teach me about, um, you know, uh, generational wealth because they don't know what they, they didn't know what that was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, exactly, man. And, you know, it kind of seems like, you know, it's it's the same. You know, I had that same kind of story because a lot, you know, it took for it took for me to go um, find somebody that was a mentor to me and put myself around people like you know around people who are winning in order to see you know just what they did and I put myself around people that made a lot of just like a shitload of money Mm -hmm. and I was just like 
you know, like, oh, maybe, you know, like, because I do, like, I, I do want to make, I do want to make just a buttload of money. Exactly. But that's not my, like, that's not my entire goal because I, mm-hmm. I believe it starts from, like, I believe it's like an intrinsic nature. You know what I'm saying? So yep. everything starts with self-fulfillment. So I want to be able to help as many people as I can, but I understand that like, you know, when I do get that money and, you know, I do reach the peak of success, you know, I can actually, you know, I can give it back. I can give it back to the communities and, you know, just people and especially, you know, especially my parents and my siblings and, you know, like my kids, whenever I have some. Exactly. Um, And, And I think, I think that, a lot of people don't understand that that's the order as far as like where we come from. Like that's the order of how it works. Like you, you talked about earlier on um, how, you know, we come from the hood and our, our goal is to buy our mother a house. Like the reason that that's so that's, that's such a common goal where we're from is because that's what's talked about. That's what people, people do. What you just talked about is like, okay, yeah, I want to make a lot of money, but in order for me to help as many people as I possibly can, which is the end result, I got to take care of my responsibilities first. And I think sometimes where we from, we put the cart before the horse where it's like, we buy the mother, we, we buy our mother the house before we can actually afford to. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, that's and so it, it's, it's like, yeah, you did that. And now you don't put yourself in a situation where you can't afford it. And that's why you end up seeing so many people go backwards, you know, so you're hustling backwards. And I think what you said is perfectly, it's a, yeah, making a buttload money, buttload of money is cool. But the end result is I understand that I'll be able to have the access, the resources to then help as many people as I possibly can get to where they want to be. But I can't do that without, taking care of my responsibilities to get into where I need to be first. So sometimes we need to understand that helping people where we're from doesn't always have to be financially first. Sometimes it's just about being the example of what the, what it takes to do the work, right? Yes, so man. I'm helping you first by showing you the game, showing you how this works. And then once we're able to really, once we're really in a position financially, then I can help you. You know, if that's the way, you know, it makes sense to do so and not the other way around. Exactly. Which a lot. Exactly. And um, so what so what people and um, a quote that or just like a statement that I love is, you know, like like my like my my selfishness comes from selflessness and um, or mm. start, or other way around. My selflessness comes from being selfish yep. and selfish in the way like. You know, not just like a, oh, you know, like you're greedy and you don't want to help people, but because you want to help people so much, you have to focus, you have to focus on everything you're doing yourself and you can't be, you know, it's not a, you know, like life is not a sprint, man. Life is a marathon and a lot of people go wrong when they try and get money too fast. You know, like we, you know, we're going to be. You know, like hopefully, you know, like barring like stupid stuff like crazy accidents or cancer, or, mm-hmm. you know, like all that stuff, you know, and you know what I'm saying? So yep. being able to put yourself in a position to be able to, you know, help these people, you know, whether it's time, whether it's financially, you know, is what it is, what it's all about. And but you can't actually help 
other people until you help yourself. So, you know, where, you know, sometimes people may see that as selfish in the right now, but they don't understand the long-term goal. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, and that's, that goes back to the same thing I was talking about earlier. Like sometimes people can't understand what they don't understand, you know, and it's not, sometimes you feel bad, you know, and I've been, don't get me wrong. Like I'm nowhere close to where I'm going to be. You know what I mean? Nowhere close. Like right now, I feel like with, in my 11 years in this, I feel like I'm right now only at the beginning. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that, that's literally how I feel. But with the things that I've experienced, it's like, yeah, sometimes you can make a decision because you feel bad that sets you back. And when you do that, it takes you farther to get ahead. You know, so sometimes it's like you got to be so, so down with your dream where it's like, man, I know my cousin don't understand why I can't loan him this right now. But that's okay because when it's all said and done, he'll get it. You know, and if he if he doesn't, then that's okay too because I'm not chasing the money, I'm chasing a dream. You know what I mean? And because my dream is so big, it's going to allow me to acquire a certain amount of money because I'm chasing it. And my dream includes helping him, you know. So we all gotta be patient. <laughs> hey, man, and you know, and that's really and that's really what it boils down to. You know, um, I really came to the point in my life, though, where I kind of, um, I was always, you know, like, because sometimes, you know, like, when you have, like, a big heart and you want to give everybody everything, yeah. you're constantly saying yes, and you're constantly doing different, like, just doing stuff you wouldn't normally do, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so, I've I've come to a point in my life where... You know, I'm starting to focus on myself and the inside of myself. And mm-hmm. I just really don't care about what other people say. And a lot of people, you know, and, you know, I, you know, everybody says that. Yeah, so because immediately when you say that, my question right away is, how did you get to that point? You know yeah, what I mean? like, and, and to be honest, bro, I mean, this is like, oh, my God, this is like three or four years in the making mm-hmm. where – do I was, you know, I'm con- like in because like because I was so I was so focused on, you know, reaching this like reaching this big goal that I didn't even know what the goal was. Yeah. So I had to start looking inside and you know, I'm constantly doing I realized that I was doing everything for people like even people that I didn't like, you know, just kind of just kind of mm-hmm. bullshitting and yeah then you know realize like i got a degree and i didn't even know what the hell i wanted to do with it you know what i'm saying yep and so it forced me to just take a like long look and then i started you know i started following people i started going to seminars and Mm -hmm. you know basically like and it clicked man i listened to um gary v once yeah bro everything just like legit just clicked because i Mm -hmm. was like Cause he's basically like, you know, if people don't want it, like if people don't want to be in your life, you know, like fuck them. But even if people, you know, some people like you were saying about your cousin, how he doesn't get the um dream, you know, you like, it's, it's not something that we can, it's not something that we can control. 
And so right. when, you know, when I find myself like looking at the, like looking at the inside and who I am, I just found like, you know, I found, you know, like when I, when I get in things with people or, you know, it's just like, yo, I really don't want to go to that. But then you tell them like, oh, I got to do something. Yeah. It's just like, you're like, you're bullshitting them, but you're also bullshitting yourself because, you know, you're lying in a situation that you didn't have to lie in. Exactly. And everything we do is always, you know, it always has to do with, you know, making sure that we don't look bad to other people. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. shit tears us up, bro. Yeah. Like, yep. like every time, man, I used to go to sleep just thinking about, you know, like an email I wrote to somebody, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, you know, and I'm staying up like, oh, my God, like, I wonder what's going to happen if they read it and they don't take it the way that I meant to send it. And, then, yeah. you know, like, are they going to like me? Yep. <clears throat> you know, like, what do I do and do like and this shit's keeping me up at night. And it's not like a one day thing because, you know, and I'm still and, you know, because I'm still like focusing on it mm-hmm. and I'm still training. I'm still trying to train my mind and I'm meditating. And exactly. I'm so it's something, all... it's something that you're training yourself to to do pretty Bro, much. You, like you're, you're, you you have to your... gotcha because gotcha. it's <laughs> not and it's not like because you know what I'm doing. You know, it's not the people that are just like you know, like um maybe like some acquaintances or you know some far fetched friends. You know, like it's like your best friends, your family, your mom, your dad, who you know say things to you and. You know, they don't like they don't mean them like they don't mean them in like a negative way. <clears throat> like, um, like, for instance, you know, my mom's a dreamer and my dad's uh, he's like, you know, he's an old school guy, you know, get a job and then just, you know, stay there for 30 years. Right. So, you know, sometimes I might be talking to him and, you know, he might say, oh, you know, like, just, you know, you need to get a job and go like, you know, just like focus on retirement and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. And I'm just like, you know, but, you know, even if you do get a job, you know, you retire in 30 years or whatever the hell it is. And then but you hate, you know, you hate your life or you hate that job for the next 30 to 40 years. You know, like you just wasted you wasted a lot of time. And so, you know, I don't fault him for that. You know, it's just like you said, you Mm -hmm. know, what you don't know, you don't know. And. So I just, you know, but I have to take, you know, I have to take that and just say, you know, like, yo, like, you know, that's awesome. And because it's my dad, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you don't want to ruffle any feathers and, you know, it's the man that raised you, but you got to, but what we do is we, we take all of that to heart and then we go, oh man, I got to listen to my dad because he knows what's best for me. Well, I got to listen to my mom, but nobody knows you better than you. And if like, if I have like a voice screaming, like at, like if I have a voice screaming at me all the time and my heart's just saying like, yo, like if you don't do this, you're going to hate your life and you know, keep screaming and keep screaming. Like you have to go do that. There's no, like, like whether you're like, no matter what your parents say, no matter what your friends say, your cousin says, like that's, you know, that's your passion and you got to turn like, and you got to turn that passion into purpose because if you don't, yep. you're just going to die like with like a lot of regret and f- 
from like you know ever since you know ever since I started on this path trying to you know get better that's you know that's really all it's been it's just been me trying not to hate my life in the end yeah yeah i like that i like that man you you touched on you touched on a lot of key things man because like you painted the picture from a um you know your mother or your father's standpoint giving you advice um and i think it as you were talking it reminded me a lot how you know today's day and age we hear a lot of people who talk about um you know let's say i share my dream with somebody and it's like man i want to do this huge stuff you know i want to do this i want to take over this i want to do that and you know i share it with my best friend and that and my best friend's like oh well i don't really think that you should do that man that's kind of it's kind of hard to do did it i most people automatically say well i got to cut him off cuz he's a hater yeah you know what i mean and and, and what you just broke down was 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 pretty dope because what you just said in so many words was that he's not a hater. You know, truthfully, what he thinks he's doing is looking out for your best exactly. interest. But 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 what you also followed up and said was that his him thinking that he's looking out for your best interest is not going to leave you fulfilled. Exactly. You know what I mean? So 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 you taking his advice, you know, you taking your pop's advice because all he knows is working a job for 30 years because that's quote unquote security for him because that's what he did. So he wants that for you. But if you go and do that, your heart's like every day you clocking in, your heart's like, hell no, this ain't what we supposed to be doing, man. Hell no, you could be doing more. And then you live a life unfulfilled. You know, you live a life, um, an unpurpose driven life. I love how you said that, like, you got to turn that passion into purpose because um, that's big. So I like that. Yeah, man. And it's like a lot, a lot. Really. And, you know, when I, when I go out, when I go out to these schools and I talk to these kids, um, it's, it's a, it's a lot of them, you know, when I get questions like, you know, Hey, uh, you know, like, but my parents, you know, like in the Haitian household or in the Hispanic household, you know, they're, they're like, Oh, you know, you got to go be a nurse or a doctor, you know, or your family practically disowns you. And, you know, yep. when I tell them, like, I tell them straight up because what, like, what it means is that, you know, like, because when your parents, like, you know, like, that's what they know, but you can't, like, you can't go, you know, that direction. And then, you know, like, you can't go be a nurse if you hate blood, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, exactly. like, you can't, like, if you hate hospitals, like, and your mom tells you to go be a nurse, like, you know, that's not a good fit. And it's, you right. know, it, it's really, it's really simple shit. And, you know, yep. if, if you love, like, and just like, and I talk to them and I'm like, yo, if you love to draw or, you know, like you love to paint, like fucking go do it. Like, but because right. what, like, and I'm not talking about just like something as a hobby. I'm talking about like, mm -hmm. yo, you can freaking like at this day and age, you can literally fucking just paint a picture and then sell it on Instagram or sell it on Facebook and then start a whole business. You know, it's it's exactly. not like it used to be when, you know, our like our parents or grandparents had to take out hundred thousand dollar loans, you know, to know if yep. this wasn't gonna work. Like it's simple as going on Facebook and putting fucking Mike's pottery 
and then just going to sell yeah. that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, we could open up that business yeah. right now if we yeah. wanted to because of the times we're in. And um, I think one of the things that holds so many people back is even if it's not, you know, the parents telling you to do this, the parents telling you that, like, even now, we worry so much about what other people think. And that's why I was so fascinated by the passion you had behind when you said, I don't give a fuck what other people think. Like, I know you meant that, you know, and that's why I asked you, well, how did you get to that point? Because that's a, that's, that's such a um, common denominator, I believe, and what holds so many people back. And what I've learned personally is that most people don't care as much as you think they do. Yeah, you know see, what I mean? It, Nobody's losing sleep at night because you decided to pursue a certain thing or not. Truthfully, they, they don't care more than the moment that you were having the conversation. Like, and even in the conversation, a lot of people don't care. Bro, <laughs> you know, so that's men. It's, it's very interesting. What you freaking just touched on, that's why, like, you know, and that's the real reason I just don't give a shit. And because what happens is, you know, fucking people go and they, you know, they want to, like, they just do shit and they buy shit to, like, satisfy, like, people that they don't like, which is the craziest yep. thing to me. And yeah, it's, you know, like, because freaking on the internet, you know, you posted a photo and fucking Jimmy123 said, oh, hey, you know, that shit sucks. And now <laughs> you're like, now you're like, oh shit, like, yo, that shit sucks. And yo, and the funny thing about that though is you could have 999,000 other comments that said it was yeah. awesome. But Jimmy123 said it sucks. And that's the comment we Yeah, and on. you do understand that in order to like, <laughs> you know, like when somebody like that, has the time, like, they take the time out of their day, you know, like, just to say how much you suck or what you do suck, <laughs> do you understand how much your life in order to just be <laughs> scrolling on Facebook or Instagram to tell somebody yeah. else that they suck? Like, Absolutely. That makes Absolutely. Hell, flip it this way, though. Flip it this way. Even the 999,000 other people that said you were awesome don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Bro, and that's, <laughs> that's the truth. Like, like how many, like, I've, I've double-tapped things because it's so instant. It's so fast. Like, I've double-tapped things, and, and the person who I double-tapped will come back later, like, oh, yeah, I see you saw that I did this. And I have no clue what they're talking about. And it's not that I don't care about the person. It's just, like, in that moment, maybe I like the picture because I like the picture. I didn't read the caption. Or maybe I read the caption and I really don't care as much as they think I care. You know what I mean? But yet we base our decisions off of how we think people are going to feel about what we accomplish. You know, and and even and, and I can admit, even knowing this is still, you know, an issue sometimes where I do think before I post like, damn, all right, well, what's so-and-so going to think if I post this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or damn, so-and-so didn't like it. Was it really, should I have posted it? You know, even knowing what I know. So, 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 so to the person who's not, um, you know, training themselves to think that way, I know it's even harder. And that's why I think it's important for us to put this type of information out because the truth of the matter is, you know, and it's not a, it's not a negative thing. It's not a hater thing. 
most people are just consumed with their own shit. Like they really don't, they really don't care about yeah, this shit. And, and bro, like to be honest, that's like that. That's really what it. That's really what it is. And you know, like when you put out content, you know, just put it out because like and like and I tell people, you know, some people comment and you know it might be something you know and because I do you know I do a lot for like the teenage kids who are you know getting ready to come into their own. So a lot of my info, like a lot of like my posts and statuses are like direct, like directed to them. But then, you know, like here comes like Bob, you know, who's like 45, 50 years old, you know, like, oh, you know, that's not how life works or whatever. And exactly. I'm just like, don't give a shit. That wasn't directed towards me. <laughs> like, I wasn't and, talking bro, to you. And anyway. like, and like, and I've become. You know, and because, like, I spent so much time, you know, like, looking after other people's feelings. Like, now, yeah. like, like I'm, like, legit, like, uncles, bro. Like, uncles and, like, you know, like, mother-in-law and father-in-laws. And I'm just, like, hey, asshole, wasn't directed towards you. Like, because I don't yep. care. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, and and what it really, like, and because what it boils down to is, you know, like, is this really making me happy? Like, you know, to like to sit here and lie to that person, you know, is that making me better? And so, right. you know, if you don't like if if you don't like the content, don't consume it. Like it's like it's it's really yeah. as simple as that. So, you know, when you post something online that you felt like posting, let you know, like let it go. Like it's because at some point you wanted to post that shit. So just let it fly. Yep. And if somebody doesn't like it, that's awesome because it, we need, you know, we need haters and, you know, there's mm-hmm. going to be people that like the message and people that understand the message. Yeah, so, I, you know, I just say, you know, to like anybody out there who's freaking, you know, like trying to get their shit perfect to post on Instagram, it doesn't really matter because people don't give a shit. And, you know, if you want to post it because you feel like it's going to help somebody or you just want to post it, just post it. Because in, at the yeah, end of the day, you know, like, it's like, you know, a girl, like, is your, you know, like, people are going to like it because your butt's big or your tits are out. So, like, you know, nobody's going to like, oh, hey, I want to marry this girl. You know, it's, right. it doesn't matter. Right. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And I think you pointed out something pretty, pretty, uh, pretty important, too, like, knowing who you're talking to, you know, like, you put that content out for the kids and that's and that's your audience. And if the 40-year-old dude who's still living in the basement comments and said it sucks, it's it's okay for me to understand that my feelings can't be hurt by that because like I said, I wasn't I wasn't talking to you anyway. I'm talking to I put this out for a reason. Like for me, um I put content out for two different dynamics. Hey Mike, One, hey, hold on, Mike. Um hold that thought. Hey, um Go ahead. I'm gonna take we're gonna take a short break and then I'm gonna um we're gonna hop back on. Okay, cool. Ah, what's going on, man? <laughs> Yo, back at it. Yes, sir. All right. Um, what were you? What were you saying? No, I was saying um because it's important to know who you're talking to, right? Because yes, uh, for me personally, I'm typically talking to two different audiences. I'm talking to, um, you know, people who are either are trainers, you know, who are new trainers, or people who aspire to be trainers. Or, or the other group that I'm talking to 
you know, are beginners, you know, who are looking to get in shape, right? So I try to post content that is very basic and very general, and I try not to get into the super scientific over your head shit because, like I said, I'm talking to beginners. So when I get the comment, you know, when I post something very basic just to help somebody just getting in the game understand, you know, what I'm go- what I'm talking about, and then I get the trainer who is the know-it-all commenting saying, well, what about the Madubla Abagata? It's like, dude, we, we're, not even, <laughs> we're not even there yet. And I have to understand that maybe he is right. Maybe he has a valid point, but that's not what I'm talking about. In fact, he's not even who I'm talking to, so I can't allow his two cents to discourage me from doing what I got to do, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. And, um, you know, hey, now that we're talking about training, you know, let's kind of shift this conversation a little bit. You know, I know a lot of people um, kind of want to hear, like, kind of want to hear about it. And, you know, like, you're a first-form athlete, which, um, you know, for those, like, for those people that don't know the actual first-form brand, you know, um, which, you know, if you've been, like, if you're an athlete and, you know, you, you train – most of you know, like, you've been to, like, Vitamin Shop and GNC and seen First Form on the shelf. Um, you know, tell us, like, tell us a little bit about um, how you got, like, how you kind of got into, you know, being an athlete for, um, you know, one of those fitness companies. Yeah, so, so, so how First Form works, man, it's actually a pretty exclusive brand. They, they don't have it on the, in a lot of the uh, big box, you know, nutrition shops. They'll, gotcha. They'll, it's it's mostly purchased on, online, and um, okay, my, my my title would be I'm a first form elite trainer, so so I'm a sponsored elite trainer. How I got on with them is uh they they ran an athlete search when they first were coming up, maybe like four or five years ago, and this was when they were first getting popular on Instagram. Now they had already been in business for a while, but they were just uh starting to you know do their thing on social media, and they ran an athlete search where they were looking for to sponsor people and you won like $10,000 at the time to be a part of it. Uh, and I, I just, when, when I came across it, I fell in love with, you know, the culture uh, because the message that they were sending at the time and still today to this day was we want to change the industry, right? We want to be the people that include, you know, people with us. Right. It's not about how much weight you can lift. It's not about how big my biceps are. It's not about, you know, like you pointed out, the girl on Instagram posting her ass or her tits. It's not about that. You know, our industry wasn't designed for that. It was designed to help people. And their whole mission is based around saying that, okay, yeah, we want to meet you exactly where you are and help you get to where it is that you want to be if you're willing to do the work no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, black, white, Mexican, and anywhere in between. Like, and I, and I love that because being in the industry for as long as I have, I started to see the shift. I started to feel the shift where like, it's a lot of fake shit out there. A, a supplement company will hand the superstar bodybuilder their protein bottle, pay him to say he's been using it, and you know damn well he's not using that. You know, so the message of first form was the complete opposite. So, you know, I entered the athlete search um, the first year and I didn't get picked. 
And that happened like, man, three or four times in a row, right? I kept entering, kept entering, didn't get picked, didn't get picked. And then uh, I became a part of the brand through their uh, Legionnaire program um, where they kind of, you, you get the opportunity to uh, show how you can help people, you know, and it's not just about products. Like, yeah, you can, you do introduce people to products, but the main thing is if you ain't eating enough meals through the day, I'm not going to say, all right, man, you need to take a meal replacement protein shake. I'm going to say, all right, well, let's sit down and talk about how we can get you some real food in first. And if it's a situation where you're too busy, you don't have time or whatever the case is, then let's make some recommendations supplement wise to fill in those gaps. Right. So um, through through the Legionnaire program that they have, uh, they, they ran what's called a transformation challenge. And that's what they you know, they, they do those every eight weeks now, like all year, and it's free to join and everything. And, um, and you know, I was running the transformation challenge within the Legionnaire program, the first form runs. And once that was over, they picked, um, they picked an elite trainer. And dude, I, I was, I'll never forget this day. And I like to kind of slow down as I tell the story because I get excited about it. I'll, I'll never forget this day because you gotta, you gotta remember I'm the guy who has been trying to get on with these with these people, you know, since they opened the athlete search. And I'm constantly not winning. And and, and how they picked the winners was they posted it online. They post this video. So you sit there and you watch this video when you're hoping and you're praying that at the end of this video, they're going to call your name. Right. And every single time I entered the search, it was never my name. So, um. You know, I, instead of saying, well, fuck them, <laughs> go and go somewhere else, I kept trying because I, re I really, it wasn't really about the protein. It wasn't about the pre-workout. I, I was taking the stuff regardless because it was high quality and it was working for me, but it was about the mission and it was about the type of people. And I wanted to be around that type of people because I felt like it would, it, it resonated with my mission and it would allow me to get further along where I wanted to be. So fast forward back to this day, um, I'm sleeping, I'm taking a nap, and my phone just starts going nuts, right? It's going bananas. Hmm. And uh, I looked at the first message, and the first message was from my friend's mother. My friend's mother never texted me. I just had her number because it's my friend's mother, and it, I just had it. And it said congratulations and I'm like for what I opened my phone and the video played and I watched it and at the end it was like and to our newest first formula trainer Mike Trotter and it was a video of me um and I've been rocking and rolling with the brand ever since man dang man that's dude that's so like that's such a freaking amazing story and you know some but like some people just needed to hear that and you know, it's all like because a lot of people think that, oh, yo, like I'm like I'm the shit and I should, you know, it should be me that they pick. Yeah. But then, you know, like, but that's not that's not how it happens, man. You know, and the fact that you were able to, you know, like be willing to like fail and then fail again, but continue to go and go and then boom, like it happens. A lot of people, you know, like everything's so instant gratification now yep. that a lot of people can't even, you know, like 
they they see fail you know they see failure as you know actually just losing you know what i'm saying yeah but failure isn't supposed to be losing failure supposed to be a lesson and you know what you just said right there was dude you know like i like i really believed in what they you know what this company stood for and like bottom line is i didn't want to work for anybody else you know like I, you you like and to be honest you probably could have went to a couple of different you know a couple of different um like vendors you know like so those like um you know the gold standards yeah and, you know um optimum nutrition and all of them and you know like somebody probably would have gave you but you said no man i like i believe in what this company stands for and i'm gonna keep fighting until you know like they actually call my name Absolutely. and do that Dude, these people really need to hear that because a lot of people think that, you know, like people just don't fail, you know, like, oh, you know, like they, they see they see you on stage or, you know, they see you just, uh, you know, like uh, with this brand and they just like, oh, you know, like they saw him because, you know, he's a he's a bodybuilder and he's a fit guy and that's why they got him not understanding the story behind it, man. So that's awesome. Exactly. And I, and I think that's important for people to understand, man. Investigate the story. Even, you know, even if you don't look up to me, pick the person that you do look up to, you know, and check the check the behind the scenes of how they got to where they got. Because the position, you may think the position is inspiring, but when you really break down what it took to get there, that's more inspiring than anything. But it also paints a blueprint um, for you. You know, because it's yes. one thing to want to get somewhere, but knowing how to get there, um, at least at least having an idea, because you might not be able to do it exactly the way they did it, but having not having an idea how to get there will put you that much further uh, than you would be had you not known the background. You know, um, exactly, so I think, bro. I think exactly, and you know, there's some people, bro, that just like you know, some people eat shit their whole lives, man, just to you know, just to be able to, you know, say like, oh, yo, I did it. And my thing is, bro, like, it's not even like a lot of people look at the big picture and the, you know, the big W, oh, look where this guy got, you know what I'm saying? Yep. But the actual journey, bro, the actual journey is the best part. And I'm actually, you know, and, you know, I don't really talk about this, but dude, I'm like actually more scared to actually get to that place, you know, like, you know, like where you win, you know, get to that, like the top of the mountain where you win, because, you know, I'm scared that, yo, shit, I don't know where to go from there because I spent all my life, you know, a, like being a part of this journey and just fighting and, you know, eating shit forever and, Bro, like I've come to a like I've come to a point in my life where I love it. Yeah. I just like, you know, being able to wait and get punched in the face and just stand back up and keep going. Yeah. Is like there's no kind of shit like it, man. Yep. Yep. I think I think with that, that that's powerful. Like that that's such a powerful statement that you just said. And I think with that, um, I think the punches in the face just become different. Don't you agree? Like yeah. um, you know, I when I won the elite trainer for first form, I think the celebration part of it lasted maybe 
until the weekend when I went down there and, you know, did what I had to do and, you know, I got the check and that type of thing. Uh, but after that, it wasn't about trying to be that anymore. It's like, okay, now you are that. And now you have a responsibility to, you know, do what it means to be that. So it wasn't the punch in the face anymore. It wasn't, you know, the, the, the trying to be that it was okay. Now the punches in the face is now you have to handle your responsibilities of doing that, knowing that there are so many people who want this position, but then, also knowing that you have an obligation to serve others now on an entirely different level. So like all this shit, cause I think it's so easy to say because it sounds good. It's cliche. It's so easy to say, man, I want to help people. Like it sounds good to say it. Now you got to do it. <laughs> you know Bro. What I mean? So, and, and, and it, it's not about you anymore. It's, I can't say it's not about you at all because you always have to keep in mind what's in it for you that's what i believe but at the yeah. same time i it's when it comes to helping people right now with the position i have you got to do that whether you feel like it or not you know what i mean when my yeah. client sends me that message and says hey i'm struggling and it's 2 a.m my time and it's whatever time it is daytime i gotta pick that call up because this is this is what I chose. This is what I said I wanted. So I think, you know, no matter what level, and there's another level to get to for sure, but I think as you grow and accomplish these things, I just think the punches in the face become different. Bro, and yeah, and they and they always they always do. And you know, kind of to touch up on like like what you were saying, and I definitely and I definitely got it, and it was kind of you know, because like what like what I say is, you know, because, you know, you reach that platform where you're just like, oh, shit, like I'm here, you know. But, you know, when like when I like when I get to a place where, you know, I'm fighting to get to this place and I go, oh, shit, I'm here now. You know, like, what do I do from here? Then that's when, you know, I set bigger goals. Yep. And you and you're always like no matter what you do in life. You know, you always going for that, you know, like you're going for that next goal, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the context of what I'm doing now, you know, because like context is like context is really key because, you know, like when you have a child, you know, like it changes things or, you know, when you get married, you know, you have different obligations. So it changes things and it changes just the way you look at life. And so a lot of people, you know, a lot of people have to understand that too. Yep. That, you know, like you don't, because a lot of people want to be able to say, Hey, you know, like I'm this guy, you know, like this is what I do. You know, I'm a first form um, trainer, like elite trainer. And this is what I do, yep. you know, but then, you know, you got a baby girl now, you know, like, okay, you know, this is what I do, but I'm also a parent. So, you know, I need to make sure that my baby girl's doing amazing. Yep. And maybe that's your next journey. You know, so it's always, you know, it's always getting better at things. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. that's, you know, that's kind of just a touch up on what you were saying about, Absolutely. you know, getting to that, getting to the pinnacle and then trying to figure out what next. Yeah. And it's, and, and even with that, man, it's, it's now, okay. It, you could always, 
be a better version of whatever it is that you're supposed to be. Like, okay, boom, you made it, quote unquote. I hate that phrase, but we'll just use yeah. it just because everybody can relate to it. For sure. Um, because when you quote unquote make it, you, me personally, I don't feel like I've made it. I feel like now I have to prove that I'm supposed to be here. And, and it's not necessarily, it's a constant proving to myself, you know, because um, sometimes you do have like, like, damn, you, you know, the work that you put in, but it's like, when it, when it works out, like you said, it's kind of weird. It's like, Oh shit, that, that actually worked out. But now that I'm here, I want to kind of raise the bar on that and kind of, I don't want to have leave any doubt why I am here, you know, and that, that takes work. Um, and it's a constant, uh, what's the word? It's a constant, um, uh, reinventing yourself. And gotcha, not, yeah. Not, not, not reinventing where you become something totally different, right? Because I think that that's the confusion when people hear the word reinventing. It's, yeah. It's, it's redefining what it's just success building. is for you at that time. You know, exactly. success at one time was just winning the, winning the title. Boom, you won the title. Now, is it, do, you, do you chill now? No. Now success is how many people can I help now because of that, because I'll tell you what, I've had more opportunity to help people because I am a first formula trainer simply because of how they view it. You know, maybe I'm not doing anything. Maybe my skills as a trainer aren't, you know, different yet. Hopefully they've gotten better because I practice them. You know, I, I hone in on them, but I have been given more of an opportunity from people because of how they view it. You know, and that's and that's something that um, I don't take for granted. For sure, man. And that's and I mean, you know, and that's like that's super powerful. And like I'm hoping people actually, you know, can like can see that and, you know, actually take something from it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when, you know, and I put myself like I put myself around like around powerful people. Well, I wouldn't say powerful um, you know, they do have like power. I mean, because there's a lot of power that comes with a lot of money. Right. But, you know, I put myself in positions to where, you know, like I'm like I'm with people who are successful, you know, people with like crazy amounts of money, private jets and yachts and stuff. And, you know, like actually being actually being a part of that, I was just like, man, you know, like, you know, in here and, you know, in here their stories is just like it's really like it's really the craziest thing to hear you know where these people come from yeah because you're just like yo we're you know like we're the same people but you know the only the only difference is you know they they decided to do something is really really what it what it came down to because i believe a lot of us like a lot of us are you know we believe that we're busier than we really are and oh, so yeah. You know, we bullshit ourselves into thinking that, like, we're super busy when we're not actually doing what we could be doing. Yep. Yep. And um, Wait, when I you remember, said that, yeah, I remember actually talking. Yeah, to, when I, I saw you in Miami, and you said that, man. I was yeah. like, that was powerful. It was like, whoa. Because you were like, man, sometimes we try so hard to figure out the problem, and the problem is you. 
Yeah. Every, bro, every time, every time, man, there's no, like, bro, I freaking get to where, you know, these people are like, oh, yeah, man, I'm so busy, you know, like, I can't really, you know, I don't really have time to do that. And then you're just like, bro, you're not doing shit. Like, I can freaking, you know, like, I'm doing so much shit. And I can imagine, bro, I bet you're not even doing, like, not probably not even a quarter of the shit I'm doing. So yeah. don't tell me that you're busy, man. And, I, and you know, to be honest, like, I, because I want to be able to pull the most out of people. Mm-hmm. And I just love that shit. And that's why I work with, that's why I work with different clients and different companies, because I want to be able to help them get the most out of, you know, out of either what they're selling or, you know, like, um, like them selling themselves Right, And I just want to help them get the most, you know, like, what exactly are you looking for, you know, short term, intermediate and long term. And then let's see if we can pull everything out of you. So now you're freaking, you know, you're creating shitload of content, you know, you're reaching out to 100 different people a day, 100 companies a day, you know, and you're going to eat shit. That's just what you know, like, you pick your favorite shit sandwich and then go that way. <laughs> but either way, you got to like, you got to eat shit for a, like for a while, you know, and then, but you keep moving and keep moving. <clears throat> and a lot of people do, they just like, they want to take the lazy way out yeah. and back to just like, um, putting myself around certain people, you know, I've also, you know, like the difference between being with those people and then, you know, talking to the people that's, you know, trying to sell me like Bitcoin or whatever the fuck those people do. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's the craziest thing. They go, hey, you know, these people go, hey, you know, I worked hard and I ate shit for a long time. And, you know, I'm here because I never stopped. Exactly. And then other people are saying, hey, dude, I can get you $2 million in two weeks. And you're just like, Yo, shut the fuck up. Like, like, you know, in even if like, you know, even if that was like a possibility, that shit's stupid. You hate to do it and it's unsustainable. And so, absolutely, you know, like, and a lot of people, you know, they're trying to, you know, flage and run this freaking, you know, they're trying to like run uh, like the hundred meter dash in a fucking, you know, in like a 5K, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't, like, it doesn't work out like that. And the people, like, and the people that are going to be the most successful are the people that, you know, keep grinding for the long haul. They're not in it for, like, instant gratification. They love, bro, they actually love the journey. And that's, like, and that's why I've kind of gotten to the place that I'm in because, dude, yeah. like, and when I tell you, like, and when I tell you, like, real shit, like, dude, I love, like, I, I get scared of, you know, what it looks like to be on top because of just the, like, just the gratification. And I love to be in that journey, just freaking just getting, like, knocked down and being able to, like, yeah. just stand back up because you're like, bro, if you're still alive, Bro, like, there's nothing that can stop you. I don't get, like, and I get that, you know, sometimes, like, we, you know, 
life just life punches us in the face is really what it boils down to. And you can either, you know, you can either fold or keep going. But when you wake up the next morning and, you know, you're still alive and you're still healthy, dude, that means you got to do something. That means you're here, like, because, you know, like, you know, God or, you know, like, whatever you believe in, like, needs you to be here. Like, they, you know, yep. you, they, you need to be here. If you, like, if you, if your life was, like, over, then you would have just not woke up. Like, and that's really, yeah. like, and that's really what it comes down to. So, dude, if I have to freaking, you know, keep struggling and, you know, keep freaking getting punched in the face by life, I love it because that means, bro, like, when, when there's no opposition is when you should be fucking worried. Bro, that that right. was like it would like when um like my football coach, like my football coach in high school taught me this lesson, bro. And gosh, coach low, man, I freaking appreciate it. And he was, you know, like he would always, you know, he would always be like just talking to you and you know, just fucking with you all the time. And then, you know, he just like, you know, there'd be times where he might not talk to you and you're like yo, what the hell, you know, like, kind of, like, what, you know, what the fuck's going on, and then yeah. he's just like, yo, when I stop talking to you, that means that's not good, and so, exactly. whenever, some, like, <laughs> whenever I see an opposition, I'm just like, yo, that means my level up's coming, bro, like, it's time to level the fuck up. And, and that, like, I remember you saying that, like, when I saw you in Miami, I, I remember you saying these type of things and it, it, it actually um i remember leaving our conversation and just evaluating myself because i think you know just speaking for myself i i've definitely been guilty of it thinking that um you know i'm busy i'm doing everything i can and the question is are you really you know what i mean are you are you really doing everything you possibly can and then when you get to the point you realize that you're not it's like, okay, switching gears, it's like, well, if you were, how much further could you be if you really were, you know? And you also pointed out something else that you just said was like, a lot of us feel like we got all the time in the world, you know, and um, we don't, Yeah, <laughs> you know, we don't. And just const the constant reminder that hard doesn't mean, you know, it's not going to work. Hard just means that um, I have another opportunity to keep going. Like what you just said about opposition, like I think so many times we face opposition or what we perceive to be opposition because we don't even know what's coming. Like this is just the, you know, this is just the precursor of what's exactly. coming next. But sometimes we view opposition as, well, man, maybe this ain't, ain't for me. And it allows us to slow down or quit when reality is, is that's just a test to see if, we really want what it is that we say that we want, yeah. you know? And um, to be honest, bro, like, and um, just, uh, you know, kind of chime in on that really quick. And sometimes like, because uh, that, like that was another thing and that's what I'm constantly still learning, but you know, oppositions, because sometimes like shit doesn't work out because it's not your purpose. That's not like what you're supposed to be doing. So you have to understand because most of us, we, we always quit 
you know, we quit when it's, you know, like when it's hard, but we really don't want to do it. Like we don't want to be able to like face that, like that, that hardness because we don't care about it that much. So you have to, you right. have to understand the difference between the two, because if, if you face opposition and something gets really hard and you just go, Oh, you know, I really don't care about it. Or, you know, and eh, fuck it. I really don't want to do it anyway. That means like true. You weren't supposed to, that's true. not what you were supposed to be doing. But if exactly. something, you know, if you, you go, Oh shit, I'm going to do this. I really want to do it. And it gets hard but it still eats at you to keep going. That means like, yo, that shit's for you and nothing yep. like, and because now all you're asking yourself oh, is like, yeah. you know, like who the fuck's going to stop me from getting this? You know, like the, yep. there's nobody, there's nobody or nothing that can stop you from getting, you know, like what is yours? Like what's your purpose? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was watching, uh, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and he, the, the question was, he said, what if, what if you developed a mindset that you knew that all the hard work you're putting in, all the, you know, all the, all the time, all the blood, all the sweat, all the tears, you know, metaphorically speaking and, and, and re- <laughs> realistically speaking, um, what if you knew that because you're doing all that, it was going to work out. You didn't know when it was going to work out, right? You didn't know how long it was going to take. But what if somewhere in your brain, you're like, dude, it's it's going to work out because I'm doing all this. Like, how much more confidently would you approach these things? You know, how many more times would you get up, you know, after being knocked down? And I was like, man, that's, that's an interesting way to think about it because um, a lot of times we do let doubt creep in. It's like, well, sh- I'm, I'm constantly getting up. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, when you get up, it's like, well, I know it's for me, but God is, is taking so long. And like, even when you get to what it is that you said that you wanted, that doesn't seem to be enough. And now you push it for more, you know? And it's like, man, God, <laughs> I'm doing it. Um, so just being able to frame it that way, it's like, man, what, what if you could get to the mindset of, it's going to work out eventually. Bro, check. I don't know when. Check. But eventually, like, because I'm put I'm putting the recipe together. Like it's like making yep. a cake. I'm putting the right ingredients in. So by the time I, you know, put the put the ingredients in the oven, when I take it out the oven, I'm going to have a cake. Like, what if we could think about our goals that way? For sure, bro. Hey, but check this out. And this is kind of this is something I've learned um you know, just on my journey to self-fulfillment. And Mm -hmm. that is, you know, as, as just like, um, I wouldn't say just Americans, but everybody in general, we, we live in lack all the time. So we live in the, like in the lack of, you know, Hey, you know, we need this new car to make us feel better or, Hey, we need this, um, iPhone to make us feel better. You know, this, right. this, like me getting that house, it's going to make me feel better. And so we're always living in lack. And when you're always living, when you're always living like that, like you need something, it's always going to feel that way. So check this out. What mm. And the, the reason I bring this up is because what you're talking about. And, you know, that's 
what if we can like what if we can say you know you know like why not me and that's you know that's Russell Williams like Russell Wilson's quote you know why not me why can't I go out there and be the greatest football player of all time you know why can't I be the greatest trainer that ever lived you know why not me and because you know we're not taking advantage of everything that we can on the daily basis because it's not just one it's not the one big win we're looking for it's like it, i mean it's all of the, it's all of the shit eating combined every you know everything yeah. on that journey now what if you can like just like um you know just hear me out what if you can be in your mind in everything like everything you have you just give gratification you're not you know like you don't feel like, oh, I need that thing to make me happy. And this goes for things like material objects. And this goes for actual, like your actual goals. goals. And this will help you um, along the way. Because, you know, we're trying to get to that pinnacle. Or like, you know, like what's next? And we can have that goal. But if you're not doing every, if you're not doing everything that leads up to that goal, you know, like you ultimately you don't get everything out of it that you should get and where our focus is is always where all of our energy is so Mm -hmm. when our focus when our focus is always in lack that's where our energy goes but if you're focused on one foot after the other if you're focused on everything you have now and why it's so amazing to have it now, then guess where your energy is? Your energy is in the here and now. You're no longer living in lack, but you're living in the fact that, yo, I've already made it. So when you've already made it and you can can have that gratification every day and then now you're working up and right, you're a trainer, and you're working up, and you're going, yo, I'm going to, like, dude, this is the most amazing thing to be able to help this client become a better trainer or help this client become a better person, and then you focus on that every day and every day, and then you get more and more clients, more and more freaking, uh, like, trainers that you help, and then, boom, yeah. and then you crawl your way up, crawl, and now you're walking, and now you're running. And every day, your energy is just focused on being better than you were yesterday. And then now you're at the top. And you didn't even know you you didn't even know that, you know, that was your end goal because it's not because all you're focused on is getting better than you were the even the second before. Yeah, yeah, I think that, man, I think that's it's so much power in that. And I think people need to understand that. I literally just posted something about that two days ago where um, I resonate I resonate with that so much. It was about gratitude and it was just about, um, you know, being being so grateful for what you have currently. What naturally has to happen then is you get more to be grateful for, you know, and that's exactly what you just said in a nutshell. And um, I receive that. I, I, I definitely believe in that. And I, I think people need to understand that, too, because it's easy to get caught up in this rat race where it's like, well, you always want more. You always want more. And we don't stop to appreciate what we have right now. Like uh, I was letting you know the other day, 
when I came back from Miami, man, I got, I was sick and I never, dude, I don't get sick. I never get sick as much as I travel, as much as I, you know, I'm here, I'm there, I'm around people. I never get sick. But when I came back from Miami, I caught like something. I don't know what it was, but it had me out for like five days and I couldn't, I physically couldn't do my thing. And, um, you know, I just started coming out of it two days ago. And that's when I posted that post about gratitude because it really made me appreciate, you know, the little things I could that I do on a daily basis, such as, you know, my client check ins, you know, um, interacting with my clients on a daily basis, uh, you know, checking on them, hearing from them. Like I really had a great appreciation for it, you know, now because of the fact that I couldn't, bro, it, you know, bro. I'm telling you right now, because I was just like, I was actually, um, because I was, I was probably sick. I was probably sick, like, maybe like three weeks ago. And mm. when I get sick, like, I get sick, like, maybe like, like every, every like two or three years. And mm. yeah, like when I get sick, you know, I get like fucked up, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. you know, like it's been yeah. three years. So, dude, <laughs> I freaking, and I get legit just like, you know, sore throat freaking runny nose just freaking like everything stuffed up and i'm just yeah. like dude i'm like man when i get bro when i get back to freaking 100 like healthy dude like there's no like i'm not bitching bro i'm just gonna do my shit because there's been, it's just like you feel like a cage a lion who's been bro, in a cage and it's, it's like, like you don't understand man, like you really yeah. bro you really don't understand how much you actually you know actually um just being healthy you don't understand what it means to just be healthy every day it's kind of like um you yep. know like i tore my mcl acl and meniscus and yeah mm. oh uh, yeah it was back when i was playing football in college and it was just like you know just freaking crutching and just realizing dude i can't run i can't walk i can't do anything and you you realize freaking how much you actually, you know, love to, you know, walk. You know, you're not just like, oh, my God, I got to walk all over there, man. You know, you're you're yep. loving it because <laughs> you know what it's like to, you know, to not be able to, to do not that. be able to. Yeah, bro, man. Yep. And that's crazy. Hey, man. Um, that's it. That's so, yeah, we're definitely, you know, we're overtime. It's really cool. Hey, before we end this, though, um. Tell like you know, just tell the audience you know like what um what platforms you're on and where they can find you Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm mainly I mainly hang out on Instagram, man. My Instagram is at the PT Boss, so T H E P T B O S S, and I'm uh I'm simply Michael Trotter on Facebook, and um you know if you I'm I'm the guy who responds to everything. So if you got questions about um, fitness uh, training. Um, how you can get from point A to point B, like, um, don't hesitate to reach out because uh, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to help you get to where it is that you want to do. Be. And yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, this audience, I'm pretty sure they loved um, everything they heard. And I definitely I want to get you back on here so we can actually um, next time we'll focus on, you know, the actual fitness. But it was so awesome to, um, you know, just have like have them hear your story and you know, where you are and the fact yeah. that you're still working. So, um, I think, I, I think, I think today was powerful, man. Just from a, from a standpoint of even when we do get to the fitness, the first thing about fitness is understanding the right mindset. And I think we talked a lot about mindset today, 
um, which leads right into fitness. Exactly, for next bro. Exactly. Now, um, you know, like, so now, you know, now where do we go from here as far as like, you know, I'm Mike Trouter. I'm Mike, <laughs> Mike Trouter. I'm Mike Trotter, you know, like what's, you know, like what's your next kind of like goal? What are you inching towards now? Yeah. And that, that dude, that question used to scare the shit out of me, man. Like that question literally used to give me anxiety um, because it used to, that question used to make me feel like I had to have something new going on, right. In order to be like the guy. But, but now here, here's what I understand. I understand that my focus is on two things. One, from a from a from a personal training standpoint, I want to help as many people as I possibly can get to where it is that they want to be physically. The other focus is I want to help as many trainers trying to get in the game um, understand how to do this thing the right way. Those are my two focuses, right? And everything that I do falls within that. So my next move isn't necessarily you know, doing something else. Um, my next move is getting sharper at those two things. My next move is getting um, bigger and better at those two things. And I, I figured the more I focus on that, the more I put my effort and my energy into that, I'm going to get better at that. And that's going to get better. So I don't have anything new outside of that plan besides getting better at those. Bro. Things. And that's, I mean, dude, that's like absolutely amazing. And it definitely, it ties into you know, so much that we were talking about just being in the here and now and, you know, working every freaking day, just working your ass off to get better at something. Dude, I mean, this message was truly amazing. Dude, guys, I'm telling you, dude, go follow this guy, you know, message this guy, DM this guy because, you know, he knows exactly what the hell he's talking about and, dude, you will not be disappointed. I freaking... Hope that you guys really enjoyed this podcast and like I'm going to have them on because I know you guys are going to be itching for them again. And so I definitely promise to have them on again and do just freaking absolutely amazing. Guys, I really you I'm really telling you right now to follow this, to follow this guy, man, dude, Mike, it was a pleasure. Hey, man, thank you so much for having me on, Anthony, man. I appreciate just being able to uh, dialogue hey, with you. Hey, for sure, man. And a hey, audience, you're on Woke with Anthony, man. Stay woke, my friends.